Should you get locked in a room for your next date night? Let's discuss. Welcome to Princess and Scoundrel, where we take you along our scrappily ever after, from fantasy land to tattooing and everything in between. I'm Sarah. And I'm Steven. And we're exploring that everything in between today. Yeah. So we we love an immersive experience. We love a star cruiser. <laughs> star cruiser is coming to an end. Yeah. And there are so many other Everybody loves to throw the word immersive experience around. But there are other immersive experiences that we've been partaking in for years and years. And we thought that this would be a good time to talk about things that you can do locally or when you're on vacation, just to explore some some different kinds of, of experiences and events. I will say that I am very excited for this conversation because- you look thrilled. <laughs> <laughs> no, I am it, because I absolutely love escape rooms. Which and is what we're talking about when we say- what we are talking about locking today. Locking yourself in a room. <laughs> Not just for well, fun. But the funny thing is, is so- our last trip to Star Cruiser, we also tried out the great movie ride in Universal. The great movie Escape. No, uh, Very movie different. Escape, yeah. And it started getting us thinking like, oh, man, we love escape rooms. And and we're like, wait a minute. We like being locked in a room. So love it. We love a lockdown. It's kind of weird fetish that we have. But, uh, but no, I think it was like a good, it's a good opportunity for us to kind of have this escape room conversation and like we couldn't figure out how, but I think the thing is, is there was like so many different levels of escape room and immersion of that escape room right? that we've kind of like experienced in, in our uh, lifetime. In our careers yeah. as escape roomologists. Well, it's evolved. Like that, that industry has evolved a lot yeah. since we've started going to escape rooms. So we want to walk through it, what we've seen and what we've experienced it. And just, yeah, just talk about what it is that we like about these things so much. Maybe that'll help. Maybe this will be like a little therapy session. Like, why are we like this? Yeah. <laughs> so, so way back when, I don't even, actually, I don't even remember. No, I do remember our first escape room, but let's talk about the most simple form of escape rooms if people if you've never heard of escape room before and you're like you guys have said escape room 20 times tell us what it is <laughs> it is essentially typically you have 60 minutes where you are locked in a room and you have some kind of objective to escape that room or that series of rooms yeah when we first started going and doing these it was more pretty basic where you literally were locked in a room and there was a series of locks, puzzles, riddles to solve to help you get all of the keys needed to then literally unlock yourself out of this room. Yeah. And, and it was very, very based on the puzzles, which is what really got us into it because we love, you know, the the kind of complex thinking of, okay, figuring out, you know, unlock this, gather these numbers and decode this and you know unlock it and then the challenge of getting out within that time limit like i think that pressure of you know 
A little stressy. Yeah. <laughs> you know, there, there's a time limit that it, it really you know, ramps it up for you. Yeah. And I think that is like in its simplest form what an escape room is. Yeah. And there really isn't that much theming to it. Um, one of the things that kind of comes to mind is we had started getting into the uh, card games, kind of like board game aspect of it. But there are these puzzles and you, you're getting, you're solving one after the other or, you know, variations of, of a different puzzle to get to the end. And there is that you set yourself a time limit, Yeah. but it is more based on the puzzles. It's fully based on the yeah. puzzle because you're doing it at your house, at your table. So they, you can't interact with the scenery or anything yeah. like that. And, and well, they, they also, uh, remember Neil Patrick Harris, we got that one. Was uh, it? Box one. I, I believe so. And so we'll link to like some of our favorite ones that you can do at home because they're good. Like we have spent, that got us through the pandemic. Oh yeah, absolutely. We've done dozens upon dozens of these. Yeah. And, and, but on that one, there was a little bit more immersion where you were kind of in this world. Like you were kind of that character mm -hmm. that was escaping and you had to go check websites, like different things like that. So there was a little bit like a step up for that one. Yeah. Uh, which was interesting. And then, that one you actually had you were able to put it back together to basically give it to somebody else to to play whereas like some of these other ones it's a one and done yeah. type of you're like uh, having to ruin it to, to which is really it. cool when you're doing it but there's not that replayability to right. it yeah so i think doing those the card escape games are a great option for if you're just wanting to do the puzzles yeah um uh, or if you don't want to leave the house, like us most I mean, of that's, the time. That's if you've got young kids. It, it lets you have that same kind of experience, but at home. Well, and there's one of them too that like, it does amp up the immersion a little bit in that there's an app you can download and it plays like ambient sounds while you're doing it. Yeah, it's a good time. It is. We we really do love doing those. But yeah, so those, those are the ones that you do at home, at your leisure. And I think from that, playing those escape games really made us appreciate the ones that are at a location that are themed. And there's one in particular, like that's local to us, the escape game. Yeah. And it's franchise. Like there's, it's a chain. And, and I think that's the, that's something to point out because during that time of escape games really, you know, coming in into their own, there was a lot of local ones and they would be, um, Maybe not so themed. Right. Again, there was there were that more light theming. Yeah, yeah, they were they were more the puzzle focus. And it wasn't until later on that there you kind of saw that there's a big difference of just kind of the puzzles where they're now they're theming. Right. Um and they're they've done a fantastic job about yeah. you know some of these theming where like they're using technology in different ways and it's not just lock boxes and keys. And right. Yeah, like in the in the early days and some of the smaller ones we went to, you would there would be like pictures on the wall that were on hinges. And so you would pull it and there'd be like a, a puzzle behind it or a key or something. Or typically it was like you would reach on top of a bookshelf or reach under something and you would find the key or whatever it was that you were looking for. Now, with these like really themed out things, you're actually interacting with the set itself and the prop pieces are actually parts of the puzzle versus like just having 
lock and keys hidden places. Yeah. Like it's a lot more in depth or you're playing like, I forget the last one we had to do was we had to like, it was a knob. It was almost like a maze and you would have to like fling it to like shoot this ball. You had to find the ball and then you had to shoot this ball in behind plexiglass through another maze to do all these things. Like it was wild. Yeah. But it, they, they make it really, really fun. And we've gotten really, really competitive at it. <laughs> <laughs> Should we out ourselves? I, I mean, it, this is the time, but okay. no, it, it, it became kind of our, our date experiences, right? Right. Our we, date night. So what we used to do, and typically with an escape room is they'll, they max out, they used to max out at like 10 or 12 people yeah. to go do this. And I think most people still do this in groups, but what we were seeing is we would go and do these escape rooms and we would max it out. We would have eight, we would have 10 people there. We would get a big group together just to go do this thing. And then afterwards, because while we love doing an escape room, we love the debrief after the escape room and like, okay, well this puzzle, what did that lead to? And then what did that unlock? And then from there, how did we get from this room over here? We love doing that. But when you're going with a big group, everybody's sitting around like, well, I don't really feel like I did anything. Like, I mean, I, I figured out that one piece of that puzzle, but it was just like a tiny piece of it. Well, I think it's just because the, the puzzles are dispersed with the entire group. So yeah. everybody feels like, oh, I only did one thing. Well, like there's eight people, eight people doing one thing is all the puzzles. Right. So you don't feel like you're doing anything, <laughs> but that's also another complication is that when you have eight people in this room trying to solve this one puzzle or solve, solving three puzzles, not everybody's working together. And so you may be wasting time and getting close <laughs> to that hour limit because people aren't talking. You're like, well, I'm looking for this. It's like, no, 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 we already did that. And it's like, why didn't anybody say anything? Like, what did it do? <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, oh, when I hit this, there was a sound, but I didn't think anything of it. You're like, I'm, I'm guilty of that. <laughs> You're like, well, what did it do when you did the thing? I'm like, I don't know. I didn't pay attention. I just did it and moved on. <laughs> But anyway, so we started going in these larger groups and then we realized like, we don't feel like we did much. And so then our groups got smaller and smaller and smaller. And we got so competitive with it that we were like, you think we could do it just the two of us? And so we started doing it and we would escape and we would escape in like good time too. Because yeah. it's typically what, like an hour to get out of the the room and we would do it in like 45 minutes like I think it was like 50 minutes and that was like 45 minutes I think the great part of it was I think one of the first times we went there's just the two of us they were kind of like well we suggest this many people and we we're like well there's not really anybody else it's just us and so they were kind of I don't know if they were hesitant because they didn't they were like wow, we really want to sell at this room yeah or they were just like yeah you're not gonna we want to see like basically we want to see you fail and so we're like, nah, we'll do it. You know, let's go for it. And we end up getting out. So like, oh, wow. Like you get, you two were able to do it. <laughs> and then going back and they're like, ah, you know, I don't know. And then we do it again. They're like, all right. The next couple of times after that, they're like, oh, okay, it's you oh, two. It's Come you on. Guys. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> we got so competitive with it. Even like with the at home games. I don't know if you remember this, but there was one time where we were doing the card games at home and you were like, let's try something. You're like, I'm going to do it and I'm going to time it and see how fast I can do it. He's like, and then you said, then you do it and you see how fast you can do it. And yeah. we were within minutes of each other. It was great. I won't say who was faster, <laughs> but we were within minutes of each other. 
like literally like two minutes. I yeah, think. no, it was close. It, but I, I think that's the the fun part of these escape rooms in general is there's that time crunch of like, okay, you're going to, you know, you got to beat the clock. Right. That leads us to the great movie escape, which, you know, we were, we had gone to Universal and we, we, we heard about escape rooms. Let's do it. And then we kind of looked into it. And again, we don't try to like ruin any of the story and that's, we're not going to ruin any of the story for no. you here. But we started looking into it and we're like, how is it going to work? You know, are they going to like, it's at a, it's kind of at the thing, it's in the city walk. So it's kind of within the, the boundaries of, of universal. Yeah. So it's like, are they going to have this experience where people go in and fail and, and can't do it? And like, how does it work? Like we, we were intrigued by it. Right. And we went with the group and we were already prepping the group. Hey, we're competitive. Get ready. This was so. This was the first time we had gone to an escape room again with like a group of people in like years. <laughs> I think no, no. We did one earlier this year with some family, but this is like friends that don't know how crazy we are. And so we went with there was six of us, I think. Yeah, I, but I think the good thing was is the group was also like almost immediately we kind of got the feeling that this group is also competitive. Yeah. So we should we out who we went with? So we went with Dano. We went with uh, Peter from Ordinary Adventures and then two of our other cabin mates, Reza and Steve. Yeah. And we were just like, OK, but we're going to dominate this. Right. And they were like, yeah, yeah. we're going to dominate this. Because <laughs> as soon as we went, we learned that it was like a point based system. Yeah. Well, and, and that was where it was where we kind of like, oh, OK, OK. Because, again, typically in escape room, you have a 60 minutes, whatever the allotted time is. And based on how many puzzles you, you could escape. Right. And if you don't, you, you don't, you, you don't, you, you don't escape. Yeah. And so the other thing is like you typically with a bigger, nicer escape rooms now, you're moving through a series of rooms also. Yeah. So you're typically like when you go in, you're in the smaller room, you have to solve some puzzles and then a door will open up and then you're in a larger room. And then sometimes you usually go back into a smaller room. There may be like what, probably three, four, maybe even five rooms that you're moving through. Um, but it's all based off of your pace and how quickly you solve those puzzles to yeah. get to the very end and, of and, it. And they do have um, the game masters that are that kind of either in the room with you or kind of looking at you through the uh, the cameras, watching you if you right. need clues. And uh, I think, remember early on, it was very much like you got three clues. And that was it. And that was it. Yeah. And then now they've become real, uh, they're more generous of kind of like hinting at things and okay, are you asking for a clue? And uh, yeah. so I, I would like to see one, like the competitive side in me go to one where it's like, you know, that's time off, you know, that's It used deducted. to be that, remember? It used to be time off. Like I think you got three clues and then if you did more than that, they would take time off of your clock. And we used to go in there and be like, do not give us clues. Don't give us any <laughs> hints. Don't give us anything. Like we want to know how good we can be at this. But now they've kind of like loosened up and we've, we've kind of loosened up a yeah. little too. <laughs> well, cause, cause that there, there was a, a great video, uh, Mark Rober did and basically like, here's how to be the best escape room team. And how many times do you think we've watched that video? <laughs> I mean, it, we've a lot, a lot. Cause the thing is, is like he gives good pointers of like having a leader, uh, don't get stuck on a. If you're stuck, trade with somebody else yeah. and get fresh eyes on it. And, yeah. and don't be afraid of it. If they give you clues, 
use the clues up. So that yeah. way you're not wasting time trying to. Yeah. Uh, so, so like he has a great video. Go watch it if you if you're into escape rooms and need kind of like uh, guidance to like how do I do better at it. Uh, but that's how that's how obsessed we were. We were like, how do we be even better? Were uh, <laughs> <laughs> okay, <laughs> but no, but but back to the the movie Escape. Yep. the The interesting thing on this this one was there wasn't a thing of you're gonna lose. Right. Everybody gets through the entire experience. Everyone's a winner. And it was just at to what degree of how many you know puzzles did yeah. you solve? How and good were you? Yeah. So I think that's the cool part of this because it is like a theme park escape room. Right. Yeah. They don't want you to lose. They yeah. don't want you to leave there and be upset by how poorly you performed. <laughs> like they want you to come back. And maybe, I mean, when you think about it, like why do they let us fail at escape rooms regularly but with universal it's a little more family friendly right so it's a timed event and there's a series of rooms you move through still there's a story that's going on still we did the jurassic there's two we did jurassic park there's also back to the future but you're in each room for a set amount of time and so it's like how well can you do that puzzle or that game in that room in that amount of time and then they award you points so it's very different well, I guess not that different when you break it down the way we're doing it, but it felt very different yeah. to us where we were like, we don't just solve and move on. Yeah. We're like, we have to stay here and figure it out. And the puzzles are not that easy no, either. And, well, and I, I think the thing is, is like for us, it, you know, in our game in particular, we definitely started getting our groove towards the end. Oh yeah. You know, because this one and and something to point out, with like the card games, we're able to do like the two of us or single, you know, what we talked about or the, the themed escape rooms, we had groups, but we were able to do, you know, the two of us. Yeah. I think this one really requires a big group. It does. There's a lot of communication and a lot of coordinating that you have to do that it's not, an, it wouldn't be a simple or it wouldn't be simple for two people. Right. Uh, so. Yeah. No, for sure. Like, that's one of the things I was thinking because there was one part where there were, I think, six, like, computer consoles that we were behind. And there were six of us. And so it worked really well. There were some rooms where it was like, ah, oh, we could probably get by with, like, three or four people maybe. But this particular room, like, you needed lots of people in there to coordinate, like, shouting out these things and, like, looking things yeah. up. And so that was interesting because it was way more teamwork-based. Now, I wonder if... Because again, it's all technology. If there's a way that they could, you know, turn off, turn off, those. yeah, Probably. which is interesting, yeah. But again, with with technology, they're able to be more flexible that way. But yeah, it, it definitely was a team team effort on that one. It was great though. So yeah, you move through. I think the the max amount of points you could get. I want to say it was twenty points. Maybe it was less than that, but I feel like twenty. That's a nice round number. And I think we got eleven, and I was bummed. <laughs> <laughs> But after that first room, we could not figure it out in the first room. And so I was like, okay, we're just No, I think we were able to solve it once or twice. Once or twice. But yeah, I was like, oh, we're not going to do that good. But we really hit our stride by the end of yeah. it, like you said. And I'm pretty sure most people do as well. But just the whole story of it, like it led you through it. There was there was a definitive... Well, and I, I think that's the thing to point out. Whereas escape room, 
you again, you're trying to escape and there's somewhat of a story. Yeah. Somewhat theming. This was more focused on that theming. Right. So like a typical escape room or the ones we do. So the one we like to go to is the escape game is they'll play a, a pre-show, if you will. And so you get the whole story up front and then they plop you in the room and you have to work towards that goal. With this one, they were giving you like cutscenes basically in between each room. Yeah. Which was really cool because then it was more of a story. I remember more of that than I can of like the escape room stories. Yeah. Um, so that was really fun because it led you through all of it. And then there's this like big finale, um, which was exciting. It, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, it, it's it's a, it's a great time. I, I'm I definitely want to try out the uh the Back to the Future one next yeah. time we go. But again, I think you need a bigger group. So it's going to have to be one of those, like when everybody's a big down there again. Trip. Yeah. yeah. And I don't, I don't know the age limit on the great movie escape. Yeah. Typically there's the age limit. They, they don't want you to bring like little, little kids along with this. I don't know if because it's at universal, it's a little different. Um, we have brought our son to the escape rooms like lately He's old enough now to like get the concepts and do the puzzles and stuff like that. So you can do it as a family, but we're competitive and we just like <laughs> to do it with the two of us. Beyond that, we experienced, I don't even want to call it an escape room because you're not locked anywhere, but it is immersive and you move through the space like an escape room. It was the most bonkers experience that I have ever had. <laughs> Like beyond Star Cruiser, beyond any of the escape rooms we have done, we experienced Omega Mart, which is run by Meow Wolf, a company called Meow Wolf in Las Vegas. It is so difficult to explain. If you think Star Cruiser is hard to explain, this is so <laughs> difficult to explain without giving it away. Um, so I'm going to let you do that. <laughs> <laughs> no, so we we found out about it because we, were, we had Mosh in Vegas. Yeah. And we had some friends that said, hey, go check out Omega Mart. Mm -hmm. I was like, Omega, like, that, this sounds like a grocery store. And, you know, I started kind of going into it and like looking online of Omega Mart. And there was, you saw some videos of a walkthrough and then lore, which piqued my interest. Whenever there's lore behind oh my anything, gosh. That, that I'm excited. Look at your face right now. Uh, You're into it. <laughs> <laughs> so I was like, okay, I'm going to, I'm going to back off a little bit because I don't want to get ruined for it. I didn't know you looked into it beforehand. Yeah. I mean, well, just cause I wanted to see yeah. what it was. But once I saw that, I was like, okay, I'm going to stay away from it because yeah. I don't want to get too much into it. Um, but going into, it was area 15. It's, yeah. it's like this huge warehouse. Like massive yeah. warehouse. And it's just like art installations and I think there's like red. a bar. Yeah, there's just, there's just a bunch of uh, it's it just reminds me of like an art exhibit type of thing because yeah. there's just like really cool art everywhere around. Yeah, and then this grocery store <laughs> from far away, right? It's yeah. like a was it Monet when far away <laughs> it just looks like a grocery store. <laughs> it's once you start getting into it, you start seeing that these products are weirdly named like really weird uh weird products the produce has faces and yeah teeth. it's like 
like bell peppers that are like sliced in half. They kind of look like screaming faces, but then they put faces on them. Yeah. So it's like you start kind of like what's going on, and it's it is like it feels kind of like that that uh, escape room where you're like unlocking the next room. Yeah. Because there's a know, game to yeah, it. Yeah. And yeah. Yeah. And so you start getting into the story, and I think the part of it was it wasn't one way to play that game right and learn about that story it was very much here is this playground go play and we spent i think a good three hours there and it wasn't enough yeah because it wasn't everything yeah and um yeah it was definitely a good time and and we went that's when we went with dano and again the the part of it was we went one path and discovered like part of the story him and his wife had gone a different path yep. of getting almost to that same point in the same story. Right. And then Heroes of the, we went with Heroes of the Halcyon yeah. too with Martin and Christine and they went a completely different path too. And so we would run into each other and we'd be like, have you guys been to this room yet? And they're like, no, what is that? And they're like, we were over here in this room. We're like, well, what is that? Yeah. And then we'll say, well, have you found these files or whatever it was we were looking for? And they'll be like, oh yeah, no, we found those. We're like, well then how, how have we not seen the same things, but we're, going down you know we're progressing because there's like a there's a game to it there's a story to it that you have to unfold and then like there's a there's a resolution to this like somewhat to this first part of the story yeah. but then you start digging in and there's more that you could uncover and so we were on that like past it we were kind of like the sequel if you will and that's when we were like oh we gotta hop on a plane and go home now <laughs> um but it was bonkers like yeah i don't even know the right way to describe it just because nothing was like it seemed you're in this grocery store and then you start exploring and they're like oh go check the i don't know like the employee break room or something and then you go up there and then there's like a little curtain you peek behind the curtain and there's just like a whole other space and you're like what is this yeah there, there's i think that's the cool part about it was it was very much focused on the theming and the story the puzzle parts kept you moving along yeah but you didn't need any of that like if you were just wanting to go and being amazed like amazed by it like there was just so much there like sensory overload type of thing. literally like there's one room where it's just strobe lights going off <laughs> <laughs> like no joke yeah. like it literally was just a room with strobe lights going off and i mean they've got like the warnings and everything but you would walk down a hallway and you would walk past these rooms and you'd be like what is happening in there? And you like go peek in and you, Oh, okay. Back out a little bit, go down <laughs> to the next one, open the door. It was, it's true. It's indescribable. And we don't want to spoil the story or anything like that, but there was this overarching story that happens and you can dive in as little or as much as you want to the point where there would be these little areas tucked away in these corners and there would be videos playing in these areas or there would be a computer that you could go explore and you're uncovering more and more of the story that's happening yeah but i remember at one point there was this video that was we were <laughs> sitting on a rock <laughs> in like a cavern or something there's a video playing and we had sat there and i just happened to look at my watch when it started and then martin and christine from heroes came up and they're like oh what is this we're like it's actually telling us like a lot of what's going on with the story they're like, well, how long have you been sitting here? I'm like, we've been here over 10 minutes and it hasn't looped yet. Like the production value in this place 
yeah. is wild. Well, and I think, so afterwards is when I was like getting deep into Meow Wolf. So I was like, <laughs> let me let me look to see what this is all about. Like the story. Right. And their first um, installation, installation, whatever it is, it was in Santa Fe, New mm-hmm. Mexico. Yeah. And it started out kind of like a farmer's market type of thing and then evolved into like a store. But I think that story is connected to Omega Mart. And, but again, this is where it's just like their next installation would is possibly connected, but maybe not. It's like the Pixar theory. Yeah. And it's so like then, you can make it fit in, maybe. And then, then there's, there's more installations coming. And it's like, okay, are those going to be connected to, you know, third one, second one? Like that is the part that gets exciting where it's like there's these installations that could be connected, that there's a story there that you start kind of putting together all these pieces. So going to Meow Wolf felt like whenever you watch a really, really great movie, like what was the one where it was like, they were, were they dreaming or not dreaming? Inception. Inception. It felt like you were in the movie Inception. And then when you're done with it, you're like, did I understand that? I feel like I'm really <laughs> dumb and I didn't really understand that. That's what, yeah, but I enjoyed the snot out of it. Like I loved it. But I'm like, but I don't know that I was smart enough to understand everything that happened in there. That's what it felt like. But it was exciting because like, I want to know more. Yeah. So yeah, we came home and we watched like tons of YouTube videos to the point where I was like, I'm definitely not smart enough. <laughs> no, because everything was story. Yeah. Like the, everything in there, you know, computers and there, there wasn't a stone unturned. But there's people in there. So there's people working in the supermarket. Uh, and there's, there's like workers. There's workers. And then there's people in the the rest of the space too. And, but they're acting and they're in it. And so you have to interact with these people too, to learn parts of the story that you would never find out otherwise. Yeah. Cause I was talking to a friend who had gone a few weeks before us and he was like, Oh, after you've finished this piece of it, did you then go talk to them about the seven, whatever? And I was like, no, no. Why didn't you tell me about that before? And he's like, well, I don't want to ruin anything. And I'm like, well, I had no idea. And he's like, yeah. And then you go do that. And then you have to go on this website and type it in. And I'm like, oh my gosh. Yeah. Like the way that they linked so many things together in that was just, it's incredible. Yeah. No, and, and it's it's done beautifully because again, it, there's not one way to do it. It's, no. it's not linear at all. Mm-mm. And and you could just have, you know, this this story that you you kind of create um, just by going there. Right. That was wonderful. Like, so well done. I'm so excited to go. Like, can we go to these other places? Because yeah. I really want to, <laughs> now that we're talking about it again, because it's been a few months since we've done it, I'm like, I want to go. I yeah. want to go do some more of these because it's been a minute. Yeah. But yeah, but see, yeah that that's, that's definitely one of those, like, uh, go and check out type of things. Yeah. And so there's, there's a few other kind of like immersive experiences. They're not necessarily escape rooms or anything like that. It used, they used to have it at Disney Springs called The Void, um, which was like a VR. Was it more of a video game or was it more like an escape room? Because I didn't do it. You so did. It, it was, it, it reminded me of like a, a playthrough of a level like on VR. Mm. Um, I think the cool thing on that was they did have like smells injected into the room and then there was physical items that you could touch. So like your blaster or a droid. So oh, that's it, cool. it wasn't AR, 
where you could actually see what you're doing. Like you're you're looking at the game, but you're able to grab the blaster and 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 fill the droid type of thing. So I think it was really cool um, to experience it. But you know, who knows if if it's gonna it'll be able to. I think there's maybe one still that survived. Oh, of the void. Yeah. I think there's other VR places. Yeah. Well, but I think the thing is, like, I don't know if they're doing it the same way yeah. that the void did it. We have uh, not. We haven't gone to experience those. There's so much that we haven't gone to experience in terms of like escape rooms and immersive experiences. Um, VR is just, it's not for me, man. <laughs> <laughs> I get sick so fast. I can't do it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, if there's like any ex immersive experiences that you guys know of, please let us know because uh, we're definitely down. Yeah. And, and if there's, especially if there's like an escape room aspect. I was about type to say, of, if there's a competition attached to yeah, it. Yeah, I was like, that's, you know, I, we haven't gotten to the looking for escape room competitions because I know they exist. <gasps> no, are you but serious? That is, that is, that would be the next, uh, but I think that we would need a team. Like we would need the, nah. the right team nah. for it. We've so. got the right team for it. <laughs> Here's how competitive we are about just randoms. They had like this, do you remember the, the amazing race like they yeah. had well of course you do because you yeah. did this with me they had one in town where it was like the amazing race but it was just in like our downtown and we had to go do all these activities and we had no idea we had no prep for it we played so hard there was what 300 teams and we came in like 18th because yeah. we were just so competitive well, i think the part on that <laughs> um the the funny thing was is this was our first time a lot of the people in those top 10 were groups and organizations that had done it and like traveled for it. Yeah, they traveled, they did it before. So like we really just came in there and that was the, those questions and puzzles were like trivia in in our town. Yeah. Which was really cool because it's like if you knew things about, you know, the town, you know, you did better. Yeah. I wish they would bring that back though cuz there were some cool things like you kayaked blindfolded while I navigated you. Um I held a python you remember that? Like, yeah. and I didn't know I was going to, like, we walked into the room and we were just like rushing. We're like, okay, whatever we need to do, just do it. And the guy was like, put your hands out. And I was like, yeah, okay. I put my hands out. And then all of a sudden he puts a snake on me and I was like, huh. And we had to take pictures. I'm like, take the picture, take the picture, take the picture. <laughs> <laughs> but we got to do some like really cool things. Yeah. And that was, that was immersive, but it was immersive to our city. Um, I wish they would bring stuff back like that. I, I think eventually they'll, they'll, it'll, it'll, kind of evolve into yeah. doing stuff like that again. But I think that's a good place to wrap up this conversation. Thank you so much for hanging out with us. And like Steven said, if you have suggestions or things that you've done that you think would be great in terms of like escape rooms, let us know. We are always looking for something fun like that to do. Also, Mashaisi is coming up. So if you want a emo Star Wars immersive experience, oh. come check us out. <laughs> July 21st, Mashaisi.com. Yeah. And until next time. Bye.